You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Merry Christmas Eve. I can't believe it. Christmas is tomorrow. And if you don't know me yet or by now, Christmas is definitely my favorite, favorite time of the year. So you know that I am super excited for all of the holiday festivities. I am ready for Christmas in like June. So <laughs> the fact that I had to wait from June till now, you can you know I'm super excited. So on today's episode of the podcast, we're really gonna talk about how you can maximize the last week of this year to start 2020 strong. I mean, like I said, we've made it. Christmas is tomorrow and there is officially eight days left in 2019. And I don't know about you, but I just feel like 2019 flew by. Like either it took, like I've been talking to some people and they've said it just took forever. But to me, I feel like so much has happened. It just felt like it just ran right through. Like I remember last Christmas so vividly. And here we are again with another Christmas. So I wanted to make sure this week, that you don't get caught up in all the holiday celebrations and forget to use this time to prepare to hit the ground running in 2020. So on today's episode, I want to share with you the top things that I do to ensure that I have a jumpstart on the next year. And many of you will recall that in episode eight of the podcast, we talked about how to write the vision. It was entitled Write the Vision, right? So we talked about how to write the vision and set goals for 2020. So I hope you all have done that part already. But if not, you know they say it's better late than never. So I would suggest you pause this episode and go to episode eight and listen, take a pen and a paper for that episode and listen to how to write the vision and how to set clear, concise goals so you know what you're going into 2020 doing. It's not about you setting a resolution that only lasts for about a week or two and then you fall back into old habits. Nope, that's not happening. I need you to drop that right here. It's not, let's not, let's not even. Why don't we just do that? Don't set resolution, set actual goals, things that you want to achieve. Don't don't do the same, oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year and just leave it at that. No, if you're going to, if 2020 is the year that you're losing 30 pounds, I want you to be very specific about how you're going to achieve it. All right. I don't want it just to sound like a good new year goal. I want you to be specific. I want you to be like, okay, so that means that I'm going to lose it by June and I'm going to have to lose at least a pound a week to make sure that I secure that 30 pounds by 
the time by the the cutoff date that I've set for myself, right? You need to be strategic about your goals. It's not about fluffy, cute goals that sound good to everybody else and looks good written down on your wall or on the gram or on Snapchat. No, we're not doing that this year. We're going to set goals that, and then set a, create a strategic plan to make sure those goals come to pass. Like I am done. I am done setting goals I don't achieve, all right? It's either I'm gonna set this goal and by the grace of God, I'm going to do the work and achieve it or I'm not setting the goal at all because the last thing I wanna do is let myself down and the last thing you should wanna do is let yourself down. So remember that going about your day-to-day life that you are a person that shows up for you, okay? So if you say you're gonna do it, if you write it down that you're gonna do it, you're gonna make sure by any means necessary, you get that goal done. You will not fall behind. You will not settle. You will not call yourself out to be average. You will not say it's impossible. You will not slip off the bandwagon with your friends, but you will do something different, okay? 2020 is about to be your year. I'm claiming it. I'm saying it. I'm decreeing and declaring it. And I could do all that and it's fine and dandy, but if you don't actually do the work, you are going to be sitting at 2020, halfway through 2020, wondering why it looks the same as 2019. And that's not happening for anybody, okay? You deserve more. You are going to see more in your life if you do the work. I don't care what about what stage you are in your life right now. Like, I don't care if you are flying on all tens, you're, you feel like you have arrived and everything is fine, Gucci and dandy. That's great and all, but there's still more for you to do because that's the type of God we serve. He's, he is a God of more. He is a God that is always giving you new visions, new ideas, new assignments, new things to do. So just don't think because you hit the epitome of what you think is success that you have arrived. Nah, you have have not arrived. Like I need you to take a couple steps back and say, God, all right, what else do you have to do? That's how I'm taking 2020 with an attitude of more. Like, yes, God, I achieved this goal. Now what else? Like, okay, I've done this. What else you got for me? Because there is so much more for me to do. There is so much more for me to experience. There is so much more for me. So I want to make sure that you guys are clear that there is always more for you to do. So don't get comfortable with your success. God always has another level, a higher level for you to achieve. So I don't know where that came from, but let me go back to where I was going with today's episode. But somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needed that down in their souls. I hope you take what I said and it sticks with you. So what I want to do today is talk about the things that I do to make sure that I have a jump start for the next year. So it's not about just kind of willy-nillying my way <laughs> into another year, just letting the days roll into one because I'm so busy and preoccupied with um, family time and celebrating and everything else that is going on that I forget to prepare myself to start the new year running. So the first thing that I like to do is reflect on the year. 
I like to reflect on 2019. And actually, last year at this time is when I released my Reflect, Plan, Achieve journal. And it's available as an ebook. And I'll drop the link below. If you want it, it's $19.99. Um, you can have it and it will guide you on how to properly reflect for the year and plan out some things for the next year. But I created that book because it was so important for me to really think about everything that I had been through in in 2018 at the time. And I'm going to use a fresh copy to do the same thing for 2019. I need to know everything I've been through. I need to jot down all the life lessons I've learned. I need to celebrate me and the wins. And then I also use my my, uh, journal to write down 12 things that I'm thankful for that God did for me this year. He's done way more than 12 things, but sometimes we just need to see it. We just need to recognize where we came from and how far we have grown. We need to recognize all the people that we may have helped throughout the year. We need to recognize how our finances has grown throughout the years. Can I get an amen, somebody? Or... If we were supposed to save and that kind of fell off the back, we need to know that, okay, I had a certain savings goal. I didn't make it. So how can I go into 2020 ensuring that I hit the savings goal that I have? Okay, so that's why reflecting on the year is so important to me. And that's why I encourage anybody I talk to to do it too. just write down some things that you have learned, some things that you achieved, things that you haven't learned yet, but you want to take the time out. And if you really are needing some help with that, you can um, grab my Reflect, Plan, Achieve journal. It's an ebook, so it'll automatically be delivered to you. You can print it off or you can type in it, use it how you will. The link is in the show notes. The second thing I do after I reflected on my year and looked at all the ins and outs and really thought about all the things that I've gone through is I take time to declutter. Okay. I declutter my life. So you might be thinking like, oh, you mean you clean? No, sis, I don't mean I clean. I mean, yes, yes, girl, I clean. I clean, but this is not what I'm talking about. Like I house clean and stuff and take out old clothes and all of that. But this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about looking at what is filling up my time. So I evaluate what's filling up my time. Okay, the people, everything. So you can do this by logging what you do hour by hour, like take one day, write down every hour, check in, write down what you've done. This will allow you to consciously see what is filling up your time. So if you think about it, think about your day as an empty jar. And once you see what you're filling your jar with, it makes a huge difference because you can see where you're wasting time, where you're not utilizing your time properly, where procrastination may be taking over and you can fix it. Actually, this is the exact exercise that the founder of Dropbox tried. So he logged what he was doing every hour and he said that he was shook. He was shooketh. <laughs> His jar was full of sand and meaningless activities that did little to contribute towards the goal of the day. So write down what you're doing and see if it's contributing to your goals or taking away from your goals. Where are you spending time where you should really be saying no? Are you spending time on way too much time 
binge watching Netflix at not binge watching shows on Netflix. You guys knew what I meant. And not enough time in your Bible praying and getting guidance from God. Like, what are you doing? So with this, make sure you get an excellent planner or an app. I personally use the Passion Planner and this is not an ad, I just love my planner. And it helps me because it gives me enough space to set out what I'm doing like half an hour by half an hour. It's very, it's got enough spaces for me to write everything down. It has me write down what I'm focusing on, the goal for the week, a win that I've had this week. I can reflect on the month. It's just a really good uh, planner and that's the passion planner. So that's just the one I have. I love mine's yellow or gold for this year. So if you guys wanna check it out, you can go on the website or on their Instagram. And another thing that, actually writing down or utilizing a planner or, you know, your Google calendar, your Safari calendar, whatever you use, your Mac calendar, whatever it is you use, you can make a note of everything you have to achieve. Keep track of how you are using your time and give yourself specific deadlines and keep records of your appointments. This is all very important to make sure that you are utilizing again your time wisely and making sure that you're not wasting time doing other things that you don't necessarily need to do or that you're spending too much time doing that you can probably uh chump down on and, and get it done in a quicker amount of time. Another thing that I do is on the same line as grabbing my 2020 diary and I schedule in my important dates. So for me, that includes birthdays, my birthday, parents, nieces and nephews, everybody's birthday goes in. I put my speaking engagements in. This is really important because Before February 15th, I have four speaking engagements. So I made sure, and I got my planner early, like I got my 2020 planner in October. So when new events came up, I would just go and schedule it in from now. I uh, schedule in any new programs that I'm launching, the conferences I'm hosting, I'm hosting three conferences next year, self-care days, okay? This is very important. I put me time into my calendar. I put when I'm going on vacation. And then because I am, I know what I want 2020 to look like for me, I already declared this year that December 2020, I will not be working. Like that is, that's not it for my life. I am taking December off and I probably will be taking December's off going forward, but I'm taking it off to work on me, myself, and my business. So that means in the month of December, I won't be taking on any clients. It will be my time to recuperate, rest, recharge, focus, and come back strong in January. So that means what? From now, my December 2020 calendar is blocked out. Like those are, there are blackout dates put in because I wanna make sure that the things that I say I'm gonna do I am actually going to do. And that includes me using the month of December where I really, really enjoy all the festivities and I reflect on the year and actually spend time in prayer and strategizing for the next year. So I made sure from now like that that calendar is blocked out. So I don't forget because sometimes we get caught up in the excitement of what is going on and we think we can go, 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 go. And I am guilty of this so many 
times in my life. I just get so excited. I mean, I love when I'm coaching people. I love when I'm doing business coaching, but because I love it, I can go on and on. And your girl forgets to eat or your girl sets late appointments and forgets that she needs to sleep. Like things like that, I have to remember. And it it doesn't come naturally to somebody who is naturally a go-getter. And that's me. So I, I have a my work ethic comes from my mom and she was on the podcast two, two episodes ago, um, the episode Hot Faith. But my work ethic definitely comes from her and even a little from my dad. The, my parents are entrepreneurs and they work hard. That is one thing that I can definitely say they have in common. They are hard workers. It's not about taking a break. Like my dad raised me on you can't say can't right? So I wasn't allowed to say the word can't, like cannot could not be in my vocabulary. He made me know that I can do, can, I can do everything, basically. He's like, can't's not in your vocabulary. If I said can, I would have to do push-ups. And you might be thinking, why push-ups? Well, he was a kung fu instructor. That's my dad. My mom refused to let me quit anything I started. So anything I started in life, whether I liked it or not, I was not allowed to quit. I think in my entire life, I was allowed to quit one thing, one thing. And that was because my parents were going through a divorce. So I was able at that point in time to get the sympathy of both of them to quit the, well, of one of them to quit one thing. But other than that, my entire life, I have never been allowed to quit something that I have started. And because I have that work ethic, because I have that I can do everything, (laughs) faith is my superpower. I can't quit because I said I'm going to start. I work hard and I go the extra mile. So I know that if I don't schedule in me time, if I don't schedule in self-care days, if I don't black out um, the month of December, if I don't block out vacation time from now, I will slip somebody in. I know myself. Oh, okay. I can fit you in. And I will try a way to fit somebody in because I just want to help everybody. That's my heart. So I have to go in from now and block those days out. So those days aren't even a question to anybody. And I mean, to friends and family too. On the days that are me time is scheduled, I am unavailable to everybody except the Lord. Like if you were not JC knocking on my door, then I can't help you. And if you didn't get that, JC was Jesus Christ. But if you are not him, I cannot help you when I am scheduled for me time. Okay, if the Lord did not send you, I am not here for you. I cannot help you when it's me time because you cannot, you cannot. And these are for all of my people who are helpers, all of my people who are mentors and spiritual leaders that are listening to this. You can't pour out from an empty cup. So make sure you schedule in time to refill your cup. And those are what my self-care days are. So make sure you schedule that in. If you have vacation plan, make sure you give yourself a day before you leave for vacation and a day after you come back to just recuperate and recharge. I also put in my planner my 2020 goals. So I will write down my goals, but then every goal that I write has a deadline to it. So I will go into the date that I set the deadline and write that X, Y, and Z should be completed by today. Or 
I should have saved X, Y, and Z by now, or I should have made X, Y, and Z from, from now. Any goal, I put the deadline in so that it's in my calendar, so that it's in front of my face. I also schedule in days that I'm going to be fasting. Um, I do, I fast various times throughout the year and I would probably be scheduling a fast for January or February and do like I did last year, invite you guys to fast with me if you would like. Um, but it's important to me because I have to make sure that I am following God and his divine plan for my life at every single step. Like if he says go left, I go left. If he says go right, I go right. If he says jump it, jump up and down for 30 days straight, then I'm jumping up and down for 30 days straight. But I have to make sure that there is a clear line of communication between me and God. And there's nothing, nothing blocking this communication because God is always talking. We're just not always tuned into the right channel to listen to him okay so make sure you grab a good diary like grab a good planner one that you can um use one that you love there are so many different ones out there just find one that you like and and order it you know if you're in the states Amazon Prime, you can get it before the end of the year. If you're in Bermuda, my home country, go down to Brown & Co and find a, 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 a diary or send it to a mailbox near you and it will be there on time. If you are somebody who has a business, I also recommend the Content Planner um, on Instagram. It's the Content Planner. This is another one of my patterns I use to plan out things like podcast episodes and guests that I have, social media posts, all those things that are important for business owners, podcast hosts, um, whoever and whatever you do that requires you to produce content. That planner is also good for you. So I have two planners, one for my business, one for one specifically, sorry, for content and one for the rest of my life happenings. Another thing that I do that is super duper important is I pray for a word or a theme for 2020. Now, for me, my 2020 is the year of more. God has given me the word more um, a little earlier this year and it has stuck with me and it's going to be my word for 2020 more so you will have you will hear me talking about about more a lot my programs are created around you accessing the more that God has for you the more that God wants you to experience in your life the exceeding abundantly above all you can even think ask or imagine that is what 2020 is about for me and that is what I'm going to be teaching you how to access. I'm super excited about the course that I'm launching next year and of course I'll talk to you guys about that next next year but I really want you to tap into this more because too many times I find that the body of Christ is living in this lack and I don't like it. I don't get where it's coming from. For some reason, somebody has made it seem that being a Christian is synonymous with being broke. That ain't it. That's not it. That's not it for your life. If that has been spoken over you, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Like snatch yourself together and and go and, and you're just gonna have to go because that's not it. If the Lord 
was, if Jesus Christ was a businessman and did his work out in the marketplace and had disciples who were also businessmen and investors and smart people surrounding him, why is it that we want less for our lives? That's what I never understand. So all year, every year, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help people expand their mindset on what is possible. Just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that I'm not going to be successful. Because I am a Christian, I will be successful. Because I am a Christian, I will experience the exceeding abundantly above all I can even think, ask, or imagine. Because I'm a Christian, I will become a billionaire because that is what my father said. He said, I will live in houses I didn't build. I know that he has houses and land. And I know that in order for me to expand the kingdom of God, I'm going to have to have the finance to do that. I know that I am planning to give out scholarships to the tune of $35,000 minimum next year. So in order for me to do that, I can't do that on a broke budget. I have to do that on a budget that can take care of people's kids and send them to school because that is what is important for me. I, I've told you guys this testimony before, but when I was in lack, God sent people to give me money to go to school. And we started this year with giving out two scholarships and next year I'm planning on giving out seven. I am not playing with this and you shouldn't play with it play with whatever you're called to do as well. Be serious about it. I mean, if people look at you sideways and just like, who do you, who do you think you are? Or she's just being extra and all sorts of stuff. I, I just take it in stride. I can, if somebody came to me today and say, says, who do I think I am? I am a child of God. Why do you want to be a billionaire? Because God called me to be a leader amongst nations. He's called me to expand the kingdom of God. He's called me to equip the next generation and broke don't equip the next generation. He's called me to open up orphanages and schools and build houses for people who can't and do so much, 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 much more. And I can't do that on a broke budget. So if my boldness in my purpose offends you, I'm sorry. But I hope actually I'm not sorry. If my boldness about who I am, my power, my authority, and my purpose offends you, then take it up with God because he made me like this. And hopefully you will continue to see my bold actions and you will learn how to step out of your box. That is how I treat anybody who looks at what I'm doing is strange or what I'm saying is strange, who wants to hide and shrink into a box that they were never designed to fit in to begin with. I hope that my boldness is inspiring even you right now to step out of the box of what you thought was possible, to dream even bigger and to expect it to happen. And to, of course, make sure you do the work. So think on a theme for 2020. Like I said, for me, the theme is more. Your theme can be something else. Your theme could be be still, because trust me, I had a year where it was just be still. It wasn't my favorite theme of the year, but God knows what he's doing. He's setting you up, even in the quiet times when he's telling you to be still and just know he's setting you up for something greater. He's doing the work behind the scenes. He's organizing your life in a way that suits his divine plan and purpose for who you are. So pray for a word, pray for a theme for 2020. And move forward with that. And the last thing I want you to do 
is do not, do not, do not, do not be ordinary. Be extraordinary. If you want to be successful in 2020, you have to acknowledge your purpose, power, and your greatness and live up to it, okay? So acknowledge your purpose, your power, and your greatness and live up to it. God has made an abundant life available to you. Any and everything that is in line with God's word is possible. You are the only obstacle standing in the way of your greatness. I'm going to say that again. You are the only obstacle standing in the way of your great greatness. So I need you to make a conscious effort to step it up as soon as you can, right? In 2020, you're going to be extraordinary. Don't wait for the clock to strike midnight. Start today. Start now. If you have a gym membership, keep it. If you need one, <laughs> go and secure you one, okay? Start writing your book. Publish your blog. Share your art with the world. Share your story with the world. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, I'm saying today, right here, right now, just do it. You're not settling anymore. Average is not going to be attached to you anymore more. You are extraordinary, okay? Ordinary does not reside in your life anymore. Mundane and boring does not reside in your life anymore. You are extraordinary, okay? You are full of purpose. You are powerful and there is greatness in you. I want you to write down your most extraordinary goal for yourself right now. And when you write it down, I want you to then cross it out and think bigger. Think outside of the box. So next year, you don't have time to have be average. You don't have time to settle. Even your thoughts will be bigger. So go out there and grab the more that God has for you. Okay, grab it, snatch it. It's available for you and 2020 is your year. Decree it, declare it, claim it, do the work and secure it. 2020 is going to be your year. All right, y'all. That's it for today's episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Be sure to sign up for the Purpose Chasers newsletter. The link is in the show notes. I am sharing with you free tips every week on how to secure a life of purpose. The things you can do, the things that will add value to your life, how to secure more, how to increase your finances and build another stream of income. So be sure to sign up through the link in the show notes for the Purpose Chasers newsletter. And of course, as always, let's close this out in a word of prayer. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for bringing us through these 51 weeks of this year. We thank you for all that you have done, all that you have had protected us from, all that you have taught us, Father God. We thank you for everything 
thing, that you have strengthened us, that you have positioned us in places to succeed, that you have opened doors that no man can shut. So as we prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ tomorrow, we remember the reason for this season. We remember that you sent your only begotten son down to the earth on this day to die for our sins. We remember that you have given us a gift greater than any gift we could ever receive, an eternal gift that has been life-changing for each and every one of us. So we thank you right now for sending us the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. We ask that as we move forward for the last week of the year, that you help us maximize our time, that you help us prepare and strategize for 2020 so that we can hit the year running and start our year strong. God, we pray that you help us keep the momentum we have even now and let it grow throughout 2020, that we will experience a year of more in all areas of our lives. We ask you to give our families peace, joy, happiness, love during this holiday season as we come together to love on one another one another, celebrate with one another, and be thankful for one another. In this we ask in Jesus' name, amen.